Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive us stark raving mad. And right now, it's Carol Klein. Just kidding. Oh, I said your last name. It's all right. I think everybody, I mean, I'm sure the government knows and everyone else knows exactly where I'm at. It's it's all good. Wong gave out your full address. (laughs) Welcome to Casa Crazy. Yeah, so update since the last time we spoke, you have officially moved back to East Brunswick, New Jersey, both of our childhood homes. Correct. Where we grew up. Same bedroom. Well, actually, I started out upstairs in, in, the, in, in one of the bedrooms and then relocated downstairs to the bigger playroom slash bedroom uh, okay. through uh, high school and stuff when shit got really <laughs> loud. Well, let's, all right, so let's back it up. So the bin boys came, the bin boys took the bins. Amazingly. The, and it wasn't, the, actually, it wasn't the bin boys. The bins belonged to Binit. Dot com, okay. which is right. amazing. The yep. movers were Bennett. actually Hazmat's brother-in-law, Dan, right. and his workers. He does, he moves a lot of like bigger industrial artsy type of things. He has the van, he has the team, he's got everything. And I guess the dude was like, what a good guy. Like on a Saturday, he was like total rando. I can totally show up and help you out because they're good people right. and it's good karma. Shout out. And okay, totally. Shout out to Dan. Shout, big shout, shout out to Dan sh- Arias. And shout out to Dan. Related to Lewis. And to Hazmat. Related to Lewis. As we say in the hood, good looking out. Good uh, looking out. Good looking so now, out. So here you are in East Brunswick. What is the update? How has it been going? <laughs> Tell the world how everything I don't know how you en- I don't know how you encapsulate coming back home. Because you, because you're COVID cluster fucked. Let's just clarify. I have I have no jobs. All of right. my jobs have quiched. Right. There is no social media work. There is no contract work. You can't get in anywhere to do any type of photography or videography, and everybody's doing it from their home because everybody, as usual, thinks that they can always do the social media themselves. <laughs> but that's a it's whole nother uh, rant. Yeah. That's a whole nother it's rant. It's the 2020, it's the 2020 fuck. It is the 2020, the 2020 life fuck. COVID cluster fuck, which really, right. on top of the fact that I was looking for a job before COVID, then I right. lost the Saturday art bench hustle. Then we were all on the quarantine lockdown and a combination of the mental uh, depreciation and the financial depreciation uh, was right. absolutely just too much. So I had, I really had no other option. I couldn't spend another day literally in that apartment staring no. at those walls after no. and being inside for 23 hours a day. I literally was no. going and, and it, it, it's, it, it was very hard. It's a very fun, we talked about it. It's a very fine line between living your life like alone, like whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship or looking for a relationship, you're a buyer, you go out, you have your friends, you have your social yep. circle, you do whatever, you have your life. Yep. Or, and then loneliness when you literally like, don't have any options and you literally sink into this like deepening despair and depression. And I'd already been down yeah. at the bottom of that rabbit hole once before and clawed my way out and I refused to go right. back. So in feeling myself slowly slipping that way, I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I, I, again, am very fortunate to 
in some regards have my mom who has a house, you know, that I could go back to. However, as we talked about the caveat, there are many, 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 many <laughs> caveats to coming back home. It's not a perfect situation, but let's clarify that, like, we do we do love Carol. Shout out to Carol. Yeah, big shout out to Carol. <laughs> big shout out to Carol. <laughs> Sharing her... Uh, hysterical, <laughs> who thinks every piece of painting she's ever had in her life is worth a thousand dollars a piece. Dude, it was a combination of hoarders... Uh, right. Let's Marie Kondo the shit out of this bitch, which actually right. is not really Marie Kondoing anything because when you move it from one closet to a bin to an upstairs bedroom, that's really not the con. I, from what I know, I don't know too much about that Marie Kondo shit. That's certainly not a Marie Kondo shit. That is, if anything, a fucking episode of Hoarders. But then you have to understand, that's- it's not just my right. mom. The problem is we have to talk about the other underlying factor, which is the entire... I don't want to say it's a problem because that's actually like, I don't know if that comes off as like completely obnoxious and, you know, like makes me sound like just such like a petulant asshole. Uh, No, we're struggling with some mental illness that's going on in the house. Yes, a lot. Actually, not some. Some Some is a gross understatement. Okay. There's a plethora of issues, not not a shortness. And I don't know what they are specifically or exactly. We also need to discuss the fact that like, this is the first time in 17 years. The last time I talked to my dad in any type right. of conversation was after September 11th. Right. And that was literally only for like four days. And then that, I, you know, that complete, I went back home and that completely fell off again. And it's also night. That's also 19 years. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people screaming at the, Oh, like it's not seventeen; it's nineteen. What so I just want to—I'm aware. I'm very I'm bad aware. with the math. We—I'm we, very bad with the bad math, with the maths, and right I'm very now. bad with remembering dates. I remember places and experiences and people, but if we like, if someone asked me like, "What year did you go to the Galapagos?" I'll be like, "I don't remember, but I can tell you exactly what I did and where I was and who I was with and all that other okay. good shit." But anyway, so there's—it's okay, been nineteen years. years of like not a word. Like when I tell you, like not a word. Like, not a phone call, not a text, not anything. Right. Like, I talked to my mom when she was at work. When I would see my mom physically, I would get on the bus and I would go to see my mom at work. Right. I would never come home. I would never come to this house. And now here, I'm right. living here. It's, it's just beyond fucked up. It, it is beyond weird because, and then you walk in the house and it's like, how do you play that after 19 years? Like, how do you, how do you confront that either you're like it's either completely fucking awkward which it was a little bit or you're just like okay forget about all that other shit this is where we are this is what we have to do we're both adults we need to move let, let's just move the fuck forward because going That's back right. is like there's not enough therapy on the fucking planet to go back and like handle everything that's happened like since i was like five i feel you there and so um the then the immediate walking in the door led to the immediate, I think I, I started, it's going to be like, remember in Aladdin when Jafar rolled out that scroll of the rules to like whatever the kingdom was or some shit or like dating, uh, whatever her name, Princess Jasmine or whatever fucking name, he like rolled out that paper or it was the G, it's not, it's not, Dude, I'm not a Disney adult, okay? So I'm not a Disney adult either. I'm more of a Pixar adult and I am absolutely 110% like a spirited away adult and like a studio Ghibli uh, kind of person. Tim Burton also. But anyway, so the rule, I mean, the rules came out. And when I talk about, now, like... Give, a, give me a rundown. Like, give, give the listeners a rundown. <laughs> like, maybe top ten rules? No, no lights can be left on in the house after you leave a room. So 
So all, all the right, lights. All right, okay. But I'm telling you, like, this is, it's beyond OCD, so the lights have to be turned off. It. Then you go upstairs, right. and the rules in the kitchen. Um, it's a dish. Most people have a dish rack with a drain mm-hmm. board underneath, and then the dish rack above the drain board. I have that, yeah. There's no dish rack. It is literally glasses and stuff put on the drain board because he doesn't want any dishes left out. It's, it's, what it's, is, I don't, there's okay. a cluttering issue. There's some type of like mass panic anxiety over things being left out, out of place, not where they belong. Like mm-hmm. you need to put everything the fuck away. And I have to tell you, this is really hard for me because I'm not a, I'm not a dirty, is, I don't even know, is, is this ranting or is this like more of like a, this is like more of like a bizarro therapy session where people are going to like get Listen, cracked into my skull. There's no like real, you know, uh, but I could start ranting. Like there's no a, vibe for the pot. Like the pot is, but it's not like there's like a, like a, like I don't a want anybody plot. to, I don't want anybody there's to be disappointed defined, because this is actually defined, my life. <laughs> there's not a defined structure for this pot in case any listeners thought otherwise. Yeah. Which so is fine. This is what's happening. Okay. So this is so what's happening. So there's no dish like rack. A, you're a little bit of a messier person, maybe not dirty, but like you don't mind if like a glass. Is well, I also didn't have second. room. Like I just what I said to him. Like I'm, he's like everything is out. Like the whole with the with all of my bathroom stuff. So I go downstairs right. and I have it's a smaller bathroom. It's the downstairs bathroom. Does that, he even use that bathroom? No, no. This is the point. So yeah. I go into the bathroom and my stuff is out: hairbrush, perfume, my hair bands, my toothbrush, toothpaste. I never had cabinet space. So I'm coming right. from a place where everything is out on top of whatever surface you might have. Right. So I went to like Home Goods and I got like this little tray and it had all these little like compartments in it. And I put everything in the compartments in the tray on top of the counter because I use right. it every fucking day, multiple right. times a day. I'm not used to like opening drawers 75,000 times a day. So right. what do I do? So I put it on top of the thing. I think I'm making it clean. I think I'm doing the right thing. I walk in the garage door. It's always like, come here, can I show you something for a second? Come here, let right. me, I need to explain something to you. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like what right. possibly in the 10,000 things that you have already told me could be next? Like what could possibly be next? And I kind of think that when I do that, like he's beginning to see like, okay, it's, it's, you're being ridiculous. Like now you're being ridiculous. Like, yeah. So he was like, okay, so this is great. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I got it in the in a gray color because he likes gray and black. So I tried okay. to like be a comedy. I don't give a fuck about the color. I could care less. I, right. I, and then he's like, okay, so maybe this could go in the drawer. And maybe your toothbrush can go over here. And maybe I'm going to put this in the vanity. Oh, and then he asked me, there's a little garbage can that's in the bathroom. And, right. And he says, and I said, there was no plastic bag in it. So I went upstairs to get a plastic bag. Because right. I'm not going to just throw things into the garbage and not have a, and then have to scoop my hand in there to get them out. Disgusting. Disgusting. So I get a plastic bag, and he's like, well, can you make it so that the plastic doesn't show out of the garbage can? And I was this like, is that real, is... This is a real mental illness. I was like, that is this physically impossible. I was like, that is physically impossible. Yeah. Everybody has the plastic showing around their garbage can, unless they have a simple human garbage can for seven hundred and fifty fucking dollars, and they step on it and the lid opens, and then it self closes. Otherwise, you have the plastic, which I hate because it's really not great for recycling. You have the plastic showing out of your fucking garbage bag in your bathroom. Correct. And then it. I mean, what else? Today I got called in. This is the faucet in the laundry room and the slop sink. 
do me a favor, don't tighten the faucet too tight. Don't use all of your strength to shut it off. I'm like, what am I, what am I, like, fucking She-Ra of the jungle? Like, like I'm gonna, yeah. like, put like it Grand so, like, Mina. nobody else, I mean, it's, it is, it is 1,000 things after 1,000 things. Right. And I ask for the one simple thing, like, don't wear your outside shoes in the house, and nobody can do that. Right. They love an outside shoe in the house. Disgusting. That is the most vile even here. I don't really have an opinion about it. I do. It's gross. No, it's fine. But like, if you were like, please don't do that in my house, I would be like, no problem. But I don't really care if other people do. Oh, I do. I don't know where your shoes have been. I don't know what you stepped in. I don't know what you walked in. And I walk around my house and then I get into my bed. Like, ew. I'm, well, it, you don't put your outside shoes in your bed. No, but if you're like, if somebody's like walking around your house and you're walking then around your house barefoot before you get into bed, your bare feet are all over that floor and then they go under your covers in your bed. That's out of control, but okay. No, it's not out of control. Oh, that's a nice uh, little mask situation over there. Um, yeah, it's shaped. No, it's, it is, it is uh, not sanitary. Keep, okay, start, that's Make fine. this house, make your house an outside shoe house. It's not in either or house. <laughs> Frank, we live down this road. Come on. Oh, you should a popper. Sorry, I forgot I'm on a popper. No, that's totally okay. You can go. That's Listen, you're doing your thing. You're walking the dog. Franklin's getting his walk because we have a time walk-in. difference. We're dealing with a time difference. Yeah, it's a lot to deal with. So anyway, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It, it's like, and then, ugh. Like, what's Carol's take on it? She's literally just like, don't get into it. Like, just. She tells me not it. to get into it, and then she gets into it. Like, she. Because you know what? She's yeah. never been home this long. So she doesn't she's ever have to deal. She doesn't see this behavior. And if she does, she deals with it for an hour when she gets up in the morning before she goes to work. And then she leaves. And she comes. She leaves at seven o'clock in the morning, and she doesn't come home until nine o'clock at night. She needs to go, you need to let her go back to focus groups. Uh, I, she's going to, I definitely can't. After being here for three days, I can't yeah. expect anybody to stay in this environment. You can't stay in this house for like 23 hours a day, 24 hours a day. Even, even when he goes away, like, it's just like, uh, it's, 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 it's beyond. Do you feel like, do you feel like you're always being watched or like always being like picked at? Like, it's not comfortable. No, it's definitely, you want to know something? It's, it's, I, I mean, comfortable? No, it's, but it is, I mean, look, it, the plus and the minus is I get to hear, I get to go run in the morning without a mask. Yeah. I get to walk my dog without a mask. I get to sit on a stoop. I get to sit in a backyard. I get to, Gorgeous backyard. I mean, it's, it's, it's good for the dog. It's good for me. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, the, I, I mean, mental, I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to say if it's like a, it's definitely not 50-50. It's definitely like, I'm glad I'm here for my mom. I think my mom needed a break from work. I think also like yeah. the fact that she's in the higher risk like category for getting this shit. Like she's a cancer survivor. She has one fucking kidney. She has underlying health issues. She's not in the best shape. She's in contact with people if she's at work. It's not good for her, but I... I You're also, like, someone fun for her to talk yeah, to. Yeah, she, she wants to go on trips. She wants to go do things. She never does yeah, anything. Yeah, you're, like, going to be her partner in crime for a little while. Exactly. Yeah, but now it's also, like, I have to be careful because now he feels like he's getting gagged up on. So this is the thing. So you've all seen the disgusting, like, carpet in this 
in this room. I almost said in this apartment. Because this bedroom right. is actually bigger than my brother's apartment in Chelsea. Save sure. the fact no that question. it doesn't have a bathroom or a shower in it. If it did, it would be as, it would be bigger than my brother's apartment in the West Village. But Wait, there's no bathroom in there? I thought the, we were just talking about a bit. Oh, the bathroom outside. is outside. It's, yeah, it's not, it's outside by the laundry room. Yeah, it's like a regular, like, offset bathroom. But it's got huge closet space. It's got a huge... I mean, it is, again, like, the w- disgusting 1972 wood paneling. The right. horrible hotel non-padded carpet that's buckling up in 900 places. So this yeah, is that shit needs to go. Well, this is the problem. So herein lies the rub. So th- apparently there's been discussions about, like, my mom wants to remodel and my mom wants to fix things and my mom wants to upgrade things and my mom wants to change things. And then there was always an argument and it was always about money. And they, it was always like a whole, like, keeping up with the Joneses in this neighborhood. It was very jappy. A lot of people in this, yep. you know, were, like, very well off. And they were, like, somebody would always be remodeling their kitchen or somebody would always be getting a new car. Totally. Somebody, and that, Especially when we grew up. It was so jappy. But it was... So but, upper middle class. Right. Like, jappy, but jappy. Not yep. a, but not us. So it not was, we were always the house that never got repainted on the outside, that never got resided on the outside, that never had the perfect driveway, that never had, right. like, always had the new cars in the drive. I mean, I think my dad drove his Comet for, like, 30 se- I learned to drive in a Comet. That's how old I that car I don't even know was. what a Comet is. I'll, I'll put a picture of it. It's like a Dodge Dart. It's like, the ver- it's like another version of a Dodge Dart. Yeah, I get you. But that, but... All things aside, it was never, it wasn't like we were wanting for anything. It wasn't like we never had food on the table, but I want to make that clear because. No, no, no. I feel like that just wasn't their priority. It it wasn't their priority, but it also was bones of a gazillion arguments and fights because the taste is so different. I don't want it to look like that. I want it to look like that. I don't want to buy that. I want to buy that. You're never here. You're at work. I'm the one who's here. It was, it was, it was horrible. You have three yeah. kids that have no respect for the house. I mean, we did break a lot of shit. We were, thought we were like in the WWE. Sure. Like, we were dragging each other along the carpet, ripping it up, giving ourselves rug burns, and fighting to the death. Right. <coughs> so they were always like, if we get something new, the kids are just going to ruin it. Why would we get anything new? Look what they did to the couch. They broke this. They broke that. Why, you right. know, we don't need it. So we never got anything new. It was never, so my mom always, like, kind of felt, like, left back, and she felt like the house was never good enough, and even though there was, like, Mahjong here, like, it was, you know, in the Mahjong cycle of houses, we were yeah. one of the pit stops on the Mahjong cycle every week. Naturally. And so, for people that don't know, that's, you know, Mahjong was played in neighborhoods and once a week or twice a week at, at a different person's house every week, and that person who had it at the house would host it. And they would provide, right. like, veggies and dip and chips and drinks. And everybody would sit downstairs and play Mahjong until midnight. Right. And it was always, like, my mom was always, like, I don't want to say embarrassed, but, like, never kept up with, like, everybody else who was, whose living room was redone, who had the big screen TV, the leather couches, you know, the, the plush carpet. Like Everything, I, like, a 90s, 80s and 90s Jewish family should right. have. Correct, because those are, you know, that was what was always really important. Not that all the kids were always running around the neighborhood because they were not getting any attention or love at home. And we found it in the street. Right. Pinkies up. Pinkies up with the new brace. Um, So so there was that. And so basically he was feeling like he's been 
wanting to do things with the carpeting or she's been wanting to do things with the carpeting and nothing has ever happened with the carpeting for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then I come home and I'm here for two days and the whole place is getting like demolished and all of a sudden like the carpeting is getting ripped up. So not only is this happening, he's now having like OCD panic attacks about like who's ripping up the carpeting, what's under the floor, what if there's glue, what if it's sticky, who's going to take up the glue, you got to remember to mop the floor, go get pine saw. you can only use pine saw. I'm like, okay, Victor, the one, guy who's coming, will yeah. rip up the fucking carpet, Victor will make sure there's nothing left on the floor, if Victor tells me to wash it with pine saw, I'll fucking wash it with pine saw. we right. emptied out the closets, and then it's like, emptying out the closets is like, what do we keep, what do we not keep, what gets thrown out? There's also, like, a hoarding mentality because he... And it, and it was funny today because there was a giant piece of, like, thick corrugated cardboard. He yells at my mom, you keep everything, you don't throw anything out, you hoard, like, your sister, who my mom's sister did have a legitimate, like, they had to call in specialists and, like, a hazmat crew to, like, clean her apartment out when she died. But then he had a cardboard. I'm like, you want to talk about people holding on to crap that they're never going to use and this is what you're telling me you're keeping? Right. Like, this is also crap. Don't, don't, you can't be a hypocrite. No. So we cleaned out the bottom of the closet so when he could come in, he could rip the carpet up. It's like enough already. Like, the j- fucking dressers. Like, there's three right. fucking dressers from like 19 fucking 71 that were given to them by someone right. else. So they got them for free for someone. They literally served their life's purpose probably 10 times over because they're still fucking here. Yeah. And like, it's time for them to go. Like, I have 15 totally. years of stuff, and I'm like, listen, you cannot put 15 years of stuff. I don't want my stuff all over. I'm trying to come here and, like, not be cluttery and not be in right. the way and avoid a problem. But now you're telling me I have to fit my stuff into two dressers from, like, the year of the fucking flood? Right. Give them, throw them the fuck out. Give them away. Like, everyone's, I'm not a big, like, put them on Facebook kind of person during like a fucking pandemic because I don't know who's coming here to pick shit up or like if you just leave it on the stoop and then they Venmo you the money or some shit right try to sell the shit fine but it's not staying like I'm I'm not living in that so it became a huge huge fucking fight I'm gonna keep it it's still good I can repaint it why throw it away like throw the, sh- the shit lived it's fucking life throw mm-hmm. it give away. it to someone. Right. Let somebody take it. Give it to Goodwill. Pay it forward. Donate it somewhere. I don't know. You know, this is also not New York City. Most people here have what they need. They're not looking yeah. to go pick your trash unless they're, like, antique picking and they're going to, like, crackle coat the shit and sell it at a flea market for $7,000. Right. And What'd you say? Crackle coat? Yeah, crackle coat. What's up? That's what they put on. It's a paint. Oh, crackle coat. I think yeah. crackle coat. Oh, no, crackle coat. Oh, I guess not. Got it. So, you know, I was like, but you know what? It takes other people to then tell him, like, Victor came in and he, he's like, my dad offered. He's like, hey, you want this furniture? It's really good. Victor was like, you kidding me, bro? Like, throw that shit out. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll throw it out. I'm I like, mean. okay. I'm like, whatever. The bottom line yeah. is, it's going. Like, it's, it's, and that's what I kept saying. I'm like, like, my mom, I'm like, le- just let it go. Like, let, just, he said, it's going, it's going, because he blew a fucking gasket. Like, it didn't, right. it was like, he was upset because he kind of felt that I came in and, like, trumped him and, like, what he wanted done. 
I've been asking you to do this for 20 years and you don't do it. She's here for two days and all of a sudden everything is changing. Like, this right. is my house. I'll decide what stays. I'll decide what goes. And then I'm like, so what do I have to like now run every, I'm fucking grown. I have to run right. every fucking decision. Like now I feel like I'm 17 and back in high school. Right. And that's why I wasn't home throughout my entire <laughs> Like, right. growing up, like, this was the exact reason that I literally, like, ran away from home 3,700 times. Right. Which was just really next door, but nobody has to know that. No, yes, yeah, it was not scary, but, you know, point taken. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, I have to be able to, like, bring something into the room. And no, like, that's the joke that I played, like, joke. That's what I did with, like, the doormat. Right. In front of the door, like at Ikea. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a doormat as a joke. Because first of all, A, it's not so jokey. You're wiping your feet before you come in my room. Mm-hmm. Also, you could take your shoes off. But right. not that you should be coming in my room very often. But right. that being said, so I bought a doormat as like a joke. I'm all, you know, like I'm sarcastic as fuck. Like I will, you know, if an opportunity right. arises and I could like yeah. have a little Do fun a little with poke. something, you know, a little, and not in a bad way. But in a way of like, okay, here's the message. Like, here's a doormat. This right. is like my house. Like, this one little space. Everything else we share. Like, I'm fine. You want to give me rules about the refrigerator? You want to give me rules about the dishwasher? You want to give me rules about the sink? I don't have a dishwasher. I wash every dish just from 30 years of living on my own and never having a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I use it. I wash it. I put it on the counter. Like, because, right. I, because the odds of me using the same... I use the same coffee cups. Like, I don't put it away in a cabinet because I pull it out in three seconds so it stays that out on the counter does it that would drive me crazy oh yeah you can't leave <coughs> shit on the counter not like on the counter away. counter like but on the i would leave it on the dish rack i would leave it in the dish rack and i would just pull it out of the dish rack why i mean i yeah, never you could do that yeah 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 you can do that you can do that i mean it's not like i was just like leaving them willy-nilly like on random so counters he, like he's basically like you have to wash dry and put away um no, it's wash. It's either wash and put it in the sink or like wash it and put it in your plate in its place. Anyway, got it. It, it look can only do what I can do. Like and, and I told my mom. Like my mom is my mom says out loud like just ignore it. Let it go. Just let him be. Do what he wants. Do whatever you want to do yeah. anyway and it's not going to matter. And I guess that's right. how my mom lived her life. Right. Like he would go off and then she would go do whatever she wanted to do anyway. Like what the fuck is it couldn't get any worse than it was. You know, like the yelling yeah. couldn't have gotten worse. The screaming, like, you know, we can go down that. That's a darker road to go down. And that's like a, that's like a typical, I don't know if it's typical. Maybe I shouldn't even say that, but I think it, in a lot of Jewish families, maybe, or like the scream, like the yelling, like nobody communicated. It was just, even for a phone call, like if somebody got a right. call and granted, like back in the seventies and eighties, every phone was connected to the wall with a 75 right. mile phone cord that would get tangled yeah. up in 9,000 knots which would yep. also cause 50 million fights if you never untangled the fucking phone cord after right. you were done using it. But everybody just stood there and didn't even bother covering the phone. If somebody got a phone call, Mom, Grandma's on the phone! Right. Screaming because nobody wanted to right. walk, put the phone down and walk down the hall, which was the right. start of 9,000 fights. If somebody right. was downstairs, it wasn't put the phone down and go all the way downstairs. It was put the phone down, go to the railing, and then scream downstairs. Come up and get the right. phone! Like... It was, and then plus we were three kids. I had two brothers. We would beat the living shit out of each other. We would fight. So on top of all of the daily yelling of just, that was the level of communicating. Then it was everybody, 
at each other's throats all the time. And, like, right. I'm not talking about just yet. Like, we used to fight. Like, knock Who down won? and drag. Me, bitch. Who won? I was Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I mean... I was badass. Okay. I was... Listen, and we all had our things. My brother was a nail digger. My brother used to grow his nails, even when he was little. Ew. And he used to dig his nails into your skin. And just... Oh. And, and th- that fucking burned. Like, because that would break, like, the first layer of skin. And you would have, like, nail marks. But right. we had, like, rug burn. We would drag each other, like, sit on each other's backs and bend our legs over. Our head. It was literally like we thought we were the WWE, but then we would really fight that way. Like, we never close-fisted right. punched each other or really slapped right. each other. We just, like, it was, like, wrestling. It was really right. more, like, just rumble-tumble, knock each other down, drag each other everywhere. No really pulling hair. They never really pulled my hair. Because I had super stick straight, long hair. Platinum blonde, by the way. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I never knew that. Which, yeah, stick straight. I don't think I was born. Yeah. Stick straight, platinum blonde. And then my mom gave me the bowl cut and it was all over. But it was crazy because that, I mean, that was it. And that, like, so that was like the constant fighting. And it was just, it really wasn't, it really wasn't insane. And then we tried to go to like family therapy and that didn't work well because we ended up just screaming at each other. I had like hid under the table and wouldn't come out until Aww. it was over. And oh yeah, because I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was like, fuck, this is bullshit. We're going to sit here and talk. We're going to go home and it's going to be the same shit. Nobody's going to put any of this bullshit into practice. I knew yeah, that yeah, then yeah. and it's the same thing now. Right. And I used to get, it used to be after our Little League baseball games. We used to go right from Little League right to uh, therapy. I think it was like right on Ruse Lane at like Jewish what Family is, Services or some shit like that. I oh. mean, you probably never wanted those games to end. Never wanted the games to end, and I like always dilly-dallied around the food stand. I worked in the food stand. I like, you know, never. Where did you play Little League? East Brunswick Little League. I was like one of the only girls at the time that ever played. What field, what field though? Whatever was way back by the Jew, by by over the I don't remember where you know what at the at the baseball fields, where were the there was a bunch of baseball fields and then there was like a little food concession stand. It was like twelve baseball fields. I don't know. I have to I go. Know. I don't know. But that was like baseball was amazing, and then it was traveling soccer. It was soccer and baseball, and that yeah, and that was it. But the fucked up thing was, I knew it was I knew it was like family therapy and shit like that because. No one ever, we never went to any sporting events together. Like, there was never any, like, why is the whole family in the fucking car? We were never, we could never take a family vacation. We couldn't even make it out of the fucking driveway. And when I tell you it was like, you know, um, the movie Vacation with, like, like, don't make me turn this car around. Like, we literally would, like, pull out of the driveway and one minute into the ride, it would be like, you're, you're touching my side. You're on my side. You're touching my knee. Get in the back. Move over. There were no seat belts, so like no one was like belted in anywhere back what? then. In the seventies, no kid wore a fucking seatbelt. We were like loose. We were jumping over seats into the back of the station wagon. We were and fighting. So like one person would be in the way back, like of the station wagon. The other person, the other two would be in the back seat, divided by the middle divider. Don't come over the middle divider. So what would we do? Like pretend to like go over the middle divider. We would start fights, and then it would be like right back in the. 
we, I don't think we took, we took one, I remember one family vacation, and this is going, at some point we could stop this if it gets really too boring, or if you don't think anybody's going to listen to this rambly shit. No, describe the it, family vacation. I think we went to Fort Ticonderoga. I don't know why I remember this. Okay. But I think that's Lake George, and I think we went up to Lake George. I don't even know where we stayed or what we did. All I remember is, like, some cannons or some shit like that, and, like, that was as far as we made it, and, and I don't remember. We ne- There was never, I do not recall any other. It was never, we never went to Disneyland, never went to Florida, never. Also, because, I mean, to be honest, we were, but me and Mitch were always playing soccer every weekend yeah so we were never around yeah but it wouldn't have happened anyway like literally from the age of seven yeah he was a good soccer player too yeah we both played traveling soccer from like the age of like nine me too so it was great because then we were like in virginia and like we were in washington Uh and we were you know in philly and you know did you play the labor day tournaments at the fairgrounds Mm mm-hmm too. Yeah, those were fun. Those were really fun. But I was those never. Were... But Wong always liked those because they were so close. Yeah, but Wong went with you. My mom never yeah, went Wong. with me. I was well, always with someone else. My mom was always working. Wong went. She'll deny this hardcore, but Wong went <laughs> sometimes. My dad took me. One of the few things my dad did was take me to all my soccer games. Yeah. He liked it. He liked watching sports. I don't have any, all, dude, the, the memories I have of, like, there are none. <laughs> it was always somebody else's parent in somebody else's car. Yeah. Um, you know, even somebody else when I got my leg busted up really pretty bad and I ended up in the backseat of the one person on the team who I absolutely hated the most. Yeah. And so, I should, I don't want to say her name. I, I, sh- I, I, I shouldn't put her out there on blast. Like, not that she will ever I, listen. I wouldn't know. These people are too old for me to know. Unless they had, like, much younger. But I don't... I mean, Hope... Her first name was Hope. And, uh... I don't know. She was... She... I couldn't stand... Why? Her and her family. I don't know. I don't... I think... I don't know if it's because I think... I thought she sucked and she shouldn't have been on the team. God. And to be completely honest... Um... But all I know is that when I woke up from... Um... After I passed out from the injury... Uh, I was in. I was being carried into the back seat of her parents' station wagon, and driven to my friend's dad's doctor's office. It wasn't even going wow. to the emergency room. It wasn't even going. It, it was going to his office, which was very weird, and not. And that's why, like, my foot got so fucked up because then it was like casted it shouldn't have been casted and it was casted without like the proper examination the guy thought I, I'm sure the guy thought he was helping and I just don't know why I didn't end up getting into like some kind like they never called an ambulance they never it would and it, it was with the school so it was it wasn't traveling it was a school game and it was in yeah where was it one and one of these like New Jersey like dirt hole towns that we play that we had to play Oh, like, um... So it wasn't even a good field. It wasn't even a good soccer field. It was a shit field. It was a shit injury. It was a cheap shot as I was coming off the field. Do you remember, like, having to go to, like... Like, I remember... I think it's, like, nicer now. Because, like, I have (laughs) bosses that live there. And they're, like, 
rich, but, like, there was, like, a field in, like, South Orange or maybe East Orange that we always had a plant, and there was, like, legit no net in the goal. Yeah. Like, it was so <laughs> shitty. But then I remember we, like, always had to play, like, Hazlitt. There were always these, like, yeah, that, like, legit never heard of, like, ever, except for the fact that we always had to play them in soccer. Like, New Providence, like, just, so, like, all these random-ass towns. It's, yeah, it was crazy, but that it was that kind of shit. And now it's it's, and and so now just like to being back, and being thrust back into like yeah. the environment that I literally like, and this is no, I mean I love my mom, and this is no, you know, we love Carol. If I had my druthers, and I mean my whole life was like, divorce the guy, divorce the guy, divorce, I, get out, get yeah. out, get out, get out, get out. Yeah, this is killing us. And my whole thing was you're fucking us up. This is, and, and it did, you know, not that that was ever her intention, but I mean, the ripple effects of that have been mm-hmm. pronounced and like, we're right. still dealing with them. Like me and like my brother, like he tried, I mean, he tried, he faked his own death by like pretending to like overdose on Advil and he like laid on the bathroom floor and threw Advil all over the place. Like he had typical like middle child, like issues yeah. that he was like screaming out for attention and he was doing all those things and acting out and I just like got the fuck out I just didn't stay here at all I just like ran the streets like with all 10 of my guy best friends and there was like that one convenient girl's name who I threw in who was never really there anyway right. but as long as like my mom thought she was there it was fine little did right. she know I was like in the pits or like on some skateboard ramp somewhere or like you know never doing anything right. bad it wasn't like we were doing drugs or like right. you know getting in trouble we were just riding bike be at dirt bikes and like skateboarding and hanging out watching like rob marciano's dad's pornos like it wasn't anything you know really horrible yeah oh my god but it was that i for someone who who worked so hard to get the fuck out of here to have to like now be fucked in your adult life that you worked so hard and trust me my life was far 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 from whatever perfect is like if that's even attainable but like to to carve out and like grind out a niche for yourself where even though you're struggling to survive like you're still like okay I can make it I could get work this job do this on the side DJ art hustle you know babysit walk dogs whatever it took to like throw some extra money around like to then literally confront your own financial mortality and just be like I just I just don't have any more money. Like, yeah. I can't risk losing any more money, and what are my options? I yeah. could have sat in that apartment and pissed away another $20,000 just on rent, and yeah. that's not food. That's not phone bill, cable bill, con ed, dog food, vet, dog treats, whatever, health supply, like life supplies. You could, right. li- I mean... What do you do? Like, that. this is why, like, it's not... I mean, as bad as it is, and it's fucking horrendous, the 184,000 people who have died who won't even have to deal with these problems because they're dead because of the ineptitude of the fucking government, but there's so many other, like, the tens of thousands, probably millions of people that are fucked because their life is turned the fuck upside down. And I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, I'm, like, not even that fucked. I'm financially fucked and maybe more mentally fucked, but I am not 
I wasn't facing eviction. I didn't have no food in my refrigerator. I wasn't like, I, I thank God, like I didn't, I don't, I mean, there were no kid, like no kids that I was responsible for. Like I couldn't even, uh, I mean, I know f I have friends that are going through that. I had a safety net. Like, let's call it what it is. Like I had a fucking safety net. There are people that don't have that. And mm -hmm. that's fucked up. And it's fucked up that you have to be like, you know, 40, you're 49 years old and you're like, okay, I have to go home. Like, I have to go home now. There is a sense of pride. Your pride takes a big motherfucking knock. Like, yeah. you know, did I make the right career choices? Look at my life. Like, what, you know, you go through everything that everybody goes through. And that's not a midlife crisis. And now it's just like a fucking life crisis that everybody's going through. Like, could the city have done a rent freeze? Could they have said, okay, you know what? Everybody's fucked. Landlords are fucked. Tenants are fucked. The whole city is fucked. If you're in the 1%, thank you, Jerry fucking Seinfeld, you could take that fucking op-ed and shove it up your fucking one percenter ass because you have seven homes and cars that you keep in, like, an auto-controlled temperature garage. Like, don't tell me about New York City being dead. You know, I don't want to hear, like, go, really go take a flying fucking leap. Like, everybody else, like, the rest, the other 99% of us are fucked. Like, royally fucked. And I was in a rent-controlled apartment. My rent was not even that high. The people next to me that took off at the beginning of the pandemic were paying twice as much as me. They were paying, like, $2,300 a month for a two-bedroom apartment in a five-floor walk-up in the middle of Harlem, which has mm -hmm. now, like, hit the shitter. And it is back yeah. to legitimately where it was when I was working up there before I lived up there. So yeah. for me to have to come home, I have to confront... Now, do I... How long am I staying? Where am I going? Do I get a car? Do I make the investment? Where am I going to go from here? Is this here? Like, am I done? Like, what the fuck? Like, nobody knows. And it's, it's a lot. Like, that, that's the mental clusterfuck of it. Yeah. And, and I think that that's why there need, you know, there, there need to be all the mental, you know, mental health services that are out there because of this COVID. Not to mention the whatever other mental health people, issues people have in their daily life before this shit. Whatever, yeah. PTSD, OCD, anxiety, you know, people that, you know, don't want to go outside, people that, you know, immunocompromised people, special needs, like whatever the fuck your issues are. And then you throw this COVID shit on top of it and here we are. And here I am, ranting with you, sitting in my bedroom where I was when I was in high school. Right. And say la vie. What am I supposed to do? Feel bad for myself? I can't feel bad for myself. There are people that have it like 800,000 times worse than I do. Yeah, but like that, I think any therapist would tell you like, you really, there's, and you'll do what you do because that's what you do, but, like, there's no benefit or, like, reason to look at your life in comparison to anyone else's suffering. Like, there's no need to compare your suffering to someone else's suffering, and there's no ranking that's, like, necessary as part of your thought process. And there's, like, I, I say this, like, I'm actually not having that bad of a 2020. I had the worst 2018 of my adult life. And, like, that's when shit hit the fan for me. So it's not happening to me now, knock on wood, when it's happening to other people. Yeah. But what can I do about that? I don't, I can't wake up and feel, like, incredibly guilty because I'm not actually having the worst year ever. I've had my worst year ever. Right. And I'll have more. But it's not now, so it's fine. So, like, just saying to your point, like, yeah, cool, you have a safety net. Like, it's not ideal but it's great it's it works and so you have a moment we'll to see i'm in day three decide. dude we'll see You're day three. <laughs> listen you can always get a car and like fucking drive to tennessee
easy and just be like, bye. Yeah. I, look, I mean, who knows? We got to see how this, like, whole pandemic-y shit, like, plays out. Yeah. I mean, I that mean, has a lot to do with a lot of things because I, other people's lives are infected, are affected by that also. And other people are going through other shit. Like, life goes on. Like, people get sick. Like, other people, you know, people have life issues happen to them. Yeah, but I don't mean, like, depending. Like, you can literally decide to do something and just do it in a place that, like, doesn't cost a lot of money. Like, you can, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are a million decisions you can make, which the, is, like, the stressful part of it. Correct. Is that you don't, there's so many not like, oh, my God, there's so many amazing choices. Like, you're in front of some gourmet, like, pastry cabinet. But just meaning, like, no, but you're you not, know. you haven't made the only choice that you can make for your future. Like, there are plenty of other options. You just have to take, make the decision and do it. That's the hard part. It's also finding the options that are right for you. It's like what, you know, it's almost yep. like, it's also like where, it, I, I've always been confronted with this. You know, it's always like, where do you go? What do you do? Where, where do you want to go? I don't, I never really knew, like, I never really knew. I always knew that I was comfortable in New York. It was the right fit for someone like me who just needed easy access to get around, easy access to meet a million people, just to talk, you know, just to be around that energy and that vibe. It was an easy place to, like, go to do open mic nights, go to do spoken word poetry, go to do DJing, go to do, like, there wasn't anything you couldn't do, and there wasn't anything you could do with 50 friends or by yourself, you know, yeah. so it's like for me that was the best part about it. It fit every facet of where I was at that point in my life. And now I'm back to it's almost like back you're back to square one. Like it is what it is that what do you want to do with your life now? And that's why all those articles are coming out. And it's like it's the COVID. Like what do you do? You could if you could do anything you wanted to do because now so many people are facing that. They've lost their jobs. They're back to like. I don't have anything anyway, so what is my dream job? What is my, you know, where to, where would I live if I could live anywhere? I really can't afford to live anywhere. You know, I, mm-hmm. I have to be smart. Like, also, do I want to go somewhere? I don't know. It's a million fucking questions, and it's, like, the third day of being here, and it's still also, like, you know, you still have that, look what I left. There's still those abandonment feelings. Like, that was, like, New York City's, like, my home. Like, it, that's, that's my home. Like this but I is... think, like, yeah, but it, first of all, to your point, day three, like, maybe we don't have to make any decisions for the next few weeks. <laughs> like, maybe we just, honestly, like, maybe we just, maybe you just, number one, and I'm making up the time. So Redecorate the room while I have yeah, the chance. That. But, like, don't, like, don't get stressed out and, like, what, because I'm just making up times. Like, it's not saying, but, like, what if we say, you know what, the next six months, I'm not making any decisions. I'm not doing anything. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just, this is what's happening. I'm just going to slowly, like, rebuild whatever shit I need to rebuild, and then, I, then I'll then i reevaluate. But also, like, nobody said you're not going to be able to go back to New York City. Like, you're probably not going to go back in a year because there's nothing. But in a few years, New York will be back to what it was in some respect, and maybe you'll be ready to go back somehow. And maybe, maybe I won't. Tra- like, yeah, I don't know. And maybe you won't. But there's no, there's never really like that much use in being like, never, I'll never go back. I'm leaving forever. Like that doesn't do anything unless you want to leave forever and then it makes you feel better. Yeah. I don't don't know. All I know is that this is, I'm literally in like, you're not going to live in Carol Klein's house for the rest of your life. That's crazy. No, I don't plan on it, but I'm saying like right now, it's like the most, like you literally like, it's not walking around on eggshells, but you know that the second you like take the wrong fork out of the drawer, 
Like the I fork, know, like the fucking fork police are gonna be there to poke you in the fucking eyeballs with it. I know you're gonna lose. The thing is, though, you're gonna <laughs> lose it one day, and it's gonna explode, and that's gonna be that. You're gonna do it for as long as you can do it, and then one day, like some shit's gonna happen, or you get it in annoying text and you're gonna take the wrong fork out and he's gonna tap you in the shoulder and be like let me just show you how to take the fork out <laughs> you're going to lose your motherfucking shit shit but that's gonna be it and you're gonna be like we are not doing this anymore i will do my best to be it neat and clean you're not gonna follow me around and tell me what i'm doing right and wrong. it's crazy and that's it's gonna weird. be it but it's probably gonna take a, a little while that's right you'll all it'll all be it. it'll all be live on 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 the instagram like it's just oh, definitely too good to uh too good to not share with everybody i love the nj story but i mean for me it's nostalgia but yeah like... <laughs> for other people it's like way too much it's way like... too soon for other people, they're just like, oh, like, what rando, like, suburbia is this? And for me, they're I'm like, like, oh, my God. Randy's really oversharing right now, and we need to go. <laughs> I know. But, like, hopefully people can, maybe people can vote or, like, comment on your Instagram. But, like, we're going to do, should we make a YouTube channel, though, where you go and visit <laughs> places of our childhood? I think we could possibly make something like that happen. I mean, every place would or have, like, like, a, a little pod. blurb. Yeah, I would have like a little blurb and possibly like a pot. Like we can, we'll see how it plays out. We'll pick a place like next week. Like, look, if this guy comes yeah. in, if Victor comes in and bangs this shit out and I get my furniture built, my art table built, because now I've been doing my art in the garage. And to be quite honest, it's 9,000 fucking degrees. <laughs> it's like Bikram art. It's literally like I stand there like yeah. sweating my ass off. Hi, Franklin. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Victor can come in, bang this shit out, and I can literally be done with the bins and unpacked by the weekend. Like, if I could be done with this by Monday, that would be, like, the motherfucking bomb. So, that's that. This is, this is like, way too much. This is, like, the... This is way too much in my cranium for, no, a, for a lot of people. No, people need to know. People need to, people need to know what's going on. Like, nah, always, they can always text mean? me, email me. They can always hit me up on the DM on the Instagram. They can come hang out in the Jam Fam and help everybody else because... Everybody, like you yeah. said, is going through some shit. So we got to send out some positive vibes for uh, Papacito and Anna's and Anna's dad going under the knife tomorrow. Finally, after thirty-seven yeah. months of DR. waiting, down in the DR. Yeah, everybody's down chilling. In the DR. Blues dogs. We have a new blues dogs. We have a new um, <laughs> activity in the jam, which is using the question button. Well, we, what is a we shit? You use the question button and then like, if we I've been, but you know, the funny thing is that I've been, I've been using that button for like three months and you just never notice it. Because DJing is work, bitch. I'm working. It's work. I focus on the music. I would just write stuff and be like, I wonder if she'll ever see this. And then then we would like get cut off and that would be that. But it's work. Now we're using the question button. We're adding something to the work that you have to do. But it's fun. People like it. You can ask all the questions you want. There's will I will or not chat my hand off in the fan. What injuries? Yeah, the fan drama is like real. Like I actually didn't even notice or care about the fan, but like everybody else seems like really fucking scared. Yeah. Like a plastic fan. Well, it is just it is the brilliant is 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 motoring around, and I'm really not trying to cause any more injuries to myself, but uh. Yeah, the Jam yeah. Fam is really cool. Linky's going to be back. We're going to rant tomorrow. He's back from Wisconsin. Okay. 
Um, All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's got a lot to it. say if he's reaching out to me. Normally, he, uh, I have to hunt him down and hawk him to China yeah. and be like, want to rant? Want to rant? And he's like, oh hey. Oh, my God, I haven't heard hawk him to China since <laughs> my grandma. Can you even Maybe say that now? Not. It's so politically Probably like. Probably not. Probably not. But my grandma used to say that all the time. Don't, don't hawk me to China or something <laughs> like that. Don't hawk me to China. Yeah, it just comes out sometimes. I love it. It's fun. But you're all you're all move you're all settled in your new digs. Big things are I mean, happening not, for people. I'm not impacted, but I mean I'm somewhat impacted. But yeah, we're settling. We go back to work next week. All right, doing the do. Doing the do. So yeah, come to the jam. Coming out. Weird thing. Eight p.m. Coming out. Listen to Linky's. 5 p.m. Pacific. Ed doesn't know there are other time zones in the world, right. but there are. <laughs> 8 p.m. Eastern. And then follow Heads on Instagram at Doodlehead. Yep. Follow me on Instagram at CoolBitch underscore underscore. Is it only two underscores? Follow, I think it's only two. I have to check. Who cares? You don't have to follow me. Everybody's then, showing. Down in Atlantic City. The Dirty Jers, Bay Block is holding it down. He's holding down Atlantic City. He's keeping it clean down there. Dude is on, like, total, like, patrol of the neighborhood. He does his thing. He's good peeps. All right. Well, South Jersey's, like, not my, I mean. Not my jam either. No, like, I've never I been. I feel like, like, if you went south of, if you went into 609, like, the 609, it was, like, <laughs> where am I? It was, like, not, like, the, the furthest south we ever went was, like, Princeton, because I went to college with a couple girls from Princeton, and so we would go down there during, like, yeah, winter no. break to, like, hang out, but no, dude. Nope. Sleaze side was right. the end, at the end-all be-all, but uh, yeah, he does his thing was, down, like, down there. That the shore count. Mary Beth's um, baking her ass off. We lost the pastry plate. I think he passes out at like four o'clock in the afternoon. He hasn't. He hasn't been around. Uh, yeah, a, I don't understand. Okay, if you're from the Midwest, do you know what a ring ding and a devil dog is? Because I can't believe that some like those are such classic American. Like no, nah, well, because some treat. people do. Some people do tasty cakes. Some people do hostess. Some people don't. Yeah, I just like a ring ding probably had like another name or there was like another brand like a tasty cake brand of it or something like it's unbelievable to me but mb is the most reliable person in the entire jam so i believe her but (laughs) i also just like how but yeah i would love a frozen ring ding right about now yeah i have to go to the grocery store i gotta get a couple things anyway i'm like Sadly, like back a little bit back on my diet coke game, and I, I got to cut it out. Yeah, cut it out, dude. We gotta lock it down because you know when you build the summer bodies in the winter, winter's coming. Time to work out for that six pack. Diet coke has no calories. I know it just rusts bolts. That's what everybody tells me. They're like, drop a bolt in your stomach, and the diet coke will rust it if you drink it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I want a diet coke full of ice. Yeah, I want In a get glass it. with a handle, like a mason jar. Give me a mason jar of Diet Coke and I'm very happy. Give me a mason I'll jar full of a mojito one. and I'd be even happier. I haven't had a good mojito since since the last bar I went to, which was on uh, right after right the last drink the last amazing drink I had was after DJing for the peeps, chilling with one of my friends and, and just 
two mojitos, and I was like, whoop, good night, Irene. Yeah. What's the name of the place? Calaveras? It was really good. Oh, my God. It was one of the best mojitos I've ever had. Remember bars? I remember bars. I remember bars and going out with people and, like, having random conversations about, like, Carl Sagan and poetry and, like, all this random stuff and, like, just chilling and getting to know people. Like, it's just, yeah, now we're going down. Now we're taking that. Well, the in, the good news is that spoken or slam poetry is done, so that's good news. <laughs> Don't make me get all poetically slammy on your ass. All right. No one needs to hear that shit. All right. Send us home. It. Now, now it's so funny. Like, Wong sends us out of the jam every night, and you send us out of the podcast every we'll night. Send it's you like out of the pod. Let us know if you're interested in a childhood, lost childhood places series. Um, East Brunswick, New Jersey. We're going to do it anyway, but I'd be curious if you care. <laughs> Fuck your feelings. We're doing it anyway. We Fuck just want to include you. We're going to do it. I just want to know like what you think. So, All right. yeah. All right. That's it. Thank you, Dr. Peace Therapist up. Podcaster. This was a good one. This was a good one. Um, For me, it right. was good. It was very cathartic. I could keep going, but take I'd us home. i to listen. There'll be a part two. All right. There'll be Wash a part 27. There'll be a part... I mean... Wear your mask. Don't go to the fucking gym. Don't go to eat in dining. It's too fucking dangerous. Nope. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Order um, out. Support your, your restaurants. Mask. Take out. Don't eat in. Don't be a dick. Wear, wear your mask the yeah. right way. Contact-free delivery from DoorDash, Postmates, whatever you have, where you are. It's yeah. Stuff. If you have any um, questions about... Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah, if you have any questions. Oh, good luck to Guapa's dog is getting the schnip schnop on Thursday. Little Luke is oh, getting okay. schnip schnopped. A little neuter? Yeah, a little neuter. A little cone of shame is coming, so he'll okay. hopefully she'll be okay. Good luck. She'll be okay. Is uh, it a girl or a boy? It's a boy. Okay, yeah, this is a quick schnip schnop. Schnippy okay. schnappies. All right, well, I'm. All right, that's it. Theme song and done. All right. Peace and hair grease. That's it.